Welcome to the Swifterhood Podcast. A podcast all about Taylor Swift and her lyrical genius. Whether you've known since her debut album that she's had a place in this world, or her folklore has become your evermore recently. We are here to faithfully and wholeheartedly deconstruct each song lyric by lyric. Hello, Morgan. Hey, Erin. How's it going? Yeah, going well. I'm really excited to be talking about Taylor Swift today. This is the first recording, so this is a big deal. It's a huge deal. We have been so excited to get together and record, and it's finally happening. Finally, after many trials and tribulations, here we are. <laughs> and a couple um, tech issues. You know, we're doing it from your sitting room, so we can expect nothing less. The point is, we're here. Uh-huh. And I... I'm learning all of this tech stuff as I go. So so we'll see. I am Erin, and I'm a French teacher. And I am Morgan, and I am a public defender. Pretty cool. <laughs> you know, it's, NBD. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Not going to lie. And we've been friends for a couple years. So in this episode, we are going to introduce the podcast and ourselves a little bit just by talking to each other and hope that you get to know us. But in the other episodes, we'll, you know, go straight on into it. You can skip this episode if you want to just get to the to the uh, good stuff, Mm -hmm. if you will. Um, But we figure it's always nice to have a little bit of context when you're listening to two people you don't know talk about someone you do love. Right. So who we're making this podcast for? What would your answer be to that, Morgan? I would say that we're making this podcast for people that are like us. That C. Taylor, for the lyrical genius she is, but also for people that just are interested in why there's such a following behind her and why people just keep coming back to her songs. Right, right. Because we understand. <laughs> Always. Um, we love Taylor, obviously, or we wouldn't be here. So um, if you're curious about that, then hopefully we can show you when we look at songs and the lyrics and talk about like why we love her so much and the reason behind why she has such a big fandom will become illuminated. And one of my favorite things about podcasts, especially in this um, COVID generation, is that we can't be with a lot of the people that we love to be with. And here we get to uh, sit back, talk about something we love, but whether you're listening um, in your car, on your commute, or you're listening, having a couple drinks um, at night to wind down. Like It's like you're sitting in a room talking with friends. And that's what we hope that we get across with this podcast. Yeah. So Podspiration, if you will. I was really inspired by my current favorite podcast right now is called The Gilmore Guys. And it goes through episode by episode of the show Gilmore Girls. And I love that it's serial and it goes uh, episode by episode. So what I always like to do is watch an episode of Gilmore Girls. Of course, I've seen them all like a million times. I mean, yes, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's Gilmore Girls. So but uh, and then I listen to the episode and break it down and it gives me a different perspective than I had just on my own. So that's sort of what I was wanting out of content when it comes to Taylor Swift. And so Morgan and I would have these little get-togethers when I'm sure a lot of Swifties do. Whenever something would be released um, or a week later, sometimes we need time to digest. Yeah, of course. There's so much. So much to unpack. 
So we would get together and we would talk about all our notes from the songs. And that might sound insane to people who are not Taylor Swift fans. (laughs) (laughs) How could you have so many notes? But it's a true love. It is a true love. And so we're hoping that we're bringing some of that true love uh, wherever you may be. And, um, you know, it's a love story. <laughs> there, there we go. You're going to get a lot of those mm-hmm. in these podcasts. Um, so I think this this podcast, um, that's my podspiration. Morgan, didn't you have some type of podspiration? Well, my podspiration, actually, I only recently started listening to podcasts. Probably, I can probably pinpoint the time to when the pandemic started. Really? Yeah. Um, and I started listening to The Daily that was put out by New York Times. Mm-hmm. And it was just the way that I would start every single morning was just listen to that. And then I started getting into the world of other podcasts. And my one of my biggest uh, favorite podcasts was right after The Bachelor. Um, it was oh. called. It was called here to make friends and unfortunately it it's stopped since um because the two girls that uh were running it got let go from oh. um because buzzfeed bought huff post and so they got let go and they got let go right before the last episode of the bachelor but they oh would <laughs> i know it was really sad but they would do it episode by episode and so that was my podspiration was just being able to um deconstruct digest what i had just seen by myself while I was listening to this podcast, but feel like I was having a conversation with friends. Yeah, I love that because it really does feel like you're sitting down with friends. That's what I love about podcasts so much. You're alone and you can have your alone time, your introvert time, but then also you feel like you're not alone. Yeah. And I, you know, you even shout at it or say, oh, yeah, right. You're so on or no, no, I totally disagree. Yeah. And so we're hoping you do that with us as well. My suggested way to listen to this podcast, listen to those songs before you listen to the episode. So you have it fresh in your mind and you have your thoughts and then you come in ready to comment back to us. Yes, please. (laughs) From your car or on Instagram or email or wherever. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Yeah. Why don't we um, tell you how we plan on doing each episode? So so first, we're just going to, you know, say which song we're going to be talking about and um the fearless feature yeah so fearless feature was something that um we talked about as we were planning this podcast as something that was really important to us together was to talk about important world issues i'm just going to sort of generalize it like that you think that's fair yeah i think that's fair we all know that taylor um taylor is a big uh, proponent of activism and speaking your mind and, um, you know, just coming together as a community. And we figured we would be doing her a disservice if we didn't, you know, mention something that was going on in this world. And hopefully that tied to the song we're talking about and uh, and bring it back to reality. Right. Yeah. And I think uh, Taylor is finding her voice in that area. And, you know, there's a lot to talk about there with the reputation documentary and how she seemed to have been silenced before. Um, but even just the album title, Fearless, right? you see these themes. I've been thinking back recently about the album as a whole as I re-listen and get ready for the re-release. And I see songs like Change as really on the, on the mark for that, as her saying things without 
it seems like without being able to fully say it, if that makes sense. Right. And then we'll be getting into the breakdown of the song, lyric by lyric, theories. I am titling this segment, Tell Me Why. Perfect. I know. I'm very clever. (laughs) (laughs) So hopefully if you are a Swifty, you will understand that reference. Trying to pick segment titles from the Fearless era, I thought that was a good idea. And then we go into what's called Taylor Trivia. And I think that's going to change episode to episode. Yeah, how we do that, because obviously most Swifties know everything that is out there to know about her. So we won't be stumping anyone. But so it's it's either going to be us quizzing each other or maybe a um, tidbit inf- of information that you forgot happened or for you newbies that you didn't know mm-hmm. corresponded with that song. Mm-hmm. And I will say I want to give a general disclaimer because Swifties are really intense. We are going to make mistakes at some point. Um, so we know you'll write in and let us know. And that's okay. We accept that. Thank you. I uh, I think I will be making more mistakes than Aaron because... Mm. <laughs> not sure about that. My memory is not that great. I feel like a lot of people will hear something and just retain it forever. Like, oh yeah, she did that version of that song and... 2007 and that stuff doesn't stick with me i i do have to say i as much as although i'm a swifty from her debut album i've only more recently become as intense of a swifty as there are out there and so this has all been a really interesting journey for me because i was in my uh, junior year of college when the first album came out so in 2008, I was 22 and living in New York City. And it was one of those things where she was still country. So I, it wasn't like super cool to like her because I was trying to be super cool in New York City. And so while I secretly listened to her songs, I didn't really connect with the fan base. And so becoming a Swifty has been a recent development for me. What album was she releasing when you Fearless were Fearless was... Um, Fearless was in 2008, and then um, she released Speak Now when I was in my second year of law school. Wow, okay. So it's really taking it back. I was a junior in college when the first, her first album, her debut album, Taylor Swift, came out, and I went to college in Vermont, and I shared a house with a bunch of other girls. I think there were seven other girls living in that house, and there was one living room, and I remember... I had come home from class and one of my roommates was watching Ellen and Taylor Swift was the guest on Ellen and she played um, no, she played Tim McGraw. And I was like, oh, that that song is really catchy. So I went down to F Y E. Do they still have those? I remember those stories. That's hilarious. I went down to F Y E. They do still have them, though. And I think they've changed, though. I think they now sell clothing as opposed to they have like those music. pop sock. Well, anyways, I went down to FYE, bought myself the album and my car obviously still had a CD player in it. And I popped it in and my boyfriend at the time was living like 45 miles or not 45 miles, 45 minutes north of where I was. And so when I would drive up to visit him, I would just jam out to that CD the whole time. So it has it has a lot of young odd but good memories connected to um, mm-hmm. all of those songs. Mm-hmm. I was definitely in rural Vermont, so the country like twang to it hit home. But I will say she was 
what she was 16 at the time. So some of the stuff that she was singing about felt a little bit naive to right. me. Right. Yeah. And that's a difference because we have an age difference. You yeah. And I. So our experiences have been different in how we've grown up with Taylor. Yes. I think it's really cool. And this is one thing that if you're not a Swifty, that might help illuminate the why part. Um, I think it's really cool how fans have grown up with her and you have these different eras of your life and you can think back to where you were when a certain album came out and who your friends were at the time, like what you were doing. It all sort of all relates back to that Taylor Swift album. Totally. Well, it was some of her lyrics were a little bit naive. I didn't mean that I it it wasn't a bit nostalgic for me. Like there was really something special about listening to her sing about young love because I thought I was, you know, old and wise. And I thought at the time I had met the guy I was going to marry and (laughs) (laughs) that I didn't. But so I thought I was above it. But now obviously looking back, that was silly and I was young and I was naive. And so to think that I, that she was naive at that time was probably a little bit harsh. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I understand what you mean, though. I think it's more like you were at a different life phase. Yeah. So, like you said, it was nostalgic and you were looking back at that, but you weren't relating to it in the moment as it was happening. Correct. Um, And that's interesting, too, because there's a lot of newer Swifties who are younger who are listening to her older albums at the time in their lives when she was that age. The so they're reson- they yeah. So they're resonating to them the same way they came from her at that time, which is awesome. Which just shows they're timeless, right? Right, and that's why I think she keeps getting new. You know, with the new album, and people hear it and they love it, and then they rediscover her old music if they didn't know it, which is super cool. Super cool. Um, but so my background with Taylor starts in debut album. I remember the first time I heard Taylor Swift. I was on the bus. I was on the school bus. Wow, that'll take us way back. Yeah. And my friend Megan came over with um, a CD player, a handheld CD player. And she put the headphones on my ears and she said, you have to listen to this. And it was... Do you remember which song? I'm trying to think. I feel like it was maybe should have said no. Okay. Something it's a like good that. one to start with. Yeah. And I remember thinking, this is amazing. And I don't even like country. Because at that point in time, I was at the belief of like, I don't, you sort of start thinking when you're younger, like, I only like this type of music. Right. And so I was still like, oh, I don't like country. I only like these genres. And now, you know, it's, I have a better understanding of any genre can be good. It's just the artist and... Uh, the lyrics and all that kind of stuff. So, but at that time I was like, wow, I don't even like country and I really like this girl. So um, she let me borrow the CD. Thanks, Megan. (laughs) Um, And then I eventually went and got one for myself. And then after that, I would go and get them when they were released and then take them home, download them onto my computer and stay up late listening to the music and sort of the same experience I have now. It's just gotten more intense. It's gotten more intense now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> for, sure, for I, sure. Yeah, me too. But I think I did resonate a lot with those first albums because I would have been, I don't know, how old would I have been? Like 14, maybe? 
was starting high schools, so like, yeah, 13, 13, 14. Okay. So the song 15 came out on Fearless a couple years. So yeah, it was right about close, close to the time frame because Taylor is writing the songs as she's, you know, she writes them, but then the album comes out. Like two years later. Right, right. So that's my experience with Taylor. And yeah, Morgan and I have known each other for a couple years now, and this has really bonded us. I feel like that's an experience a lot of Swifties have. You sort of make friends with people when you realize that they love Taylor as much as you do. Right. And it's also like, I mean, you you obviously gravitate towards people that have the same interests as you. And so when one of the biggest interests that I have in my life is Taylor Swift, but I have always tended to keep it to myself, it was really nice to come across Aaron and have someone to um, obsess about Taylor with. Oh, <laughs> that person you get to text or you have like a few people you can text and without any shame yeah just freak out about oh my god i can't believe especially lately man she's been i know she keeps surprising and surprising and surprising (laughs) like what's next i know i can't wait to see what's next it's just like it's an ever um what's the word i'm looking for uh ever revolving door with her we just never know what's gonna happen never know she is really on top of it i can't even believe how much she's done during this pandemic it's crazy. It is. And I think even with our original outline for the podcast, we wanted to start with uh, Folklore and Evermore and then go through the re-records, but we can't keep up. No, we can't. <laughs> we can't keep up. <laughs> Taylor's too quick for us. I mean... <laughs> even since we planned to record this episode, there's a new song out. I know. We uh, we met two weeks ago to record this, and then we had technical difficulties. Uh-uh. And then we are now here, had this date planned, and in the meantime, she's <laughs> released another song. <laughs> Yay, Taylor! Uh, for real, she's a lot to keep up with. But I think overall, for me, if I could sum up, <laughs> if I could sum up why I love Taylor Swift, which is a difficult thing to do, right? It is. It's her lyrics. Oh, hands down. It's the lyrics for me. It's definitely the lyrics for me. I, um, as a lawyer, specifically a public defender, I am charged with telling people's stories, for telling people's stories that don't have a voice and keeping their dignity alive by telling those stories to people that, you know, prosecutors, to judges, you know, even to family members to explain why they're in the situation that they are. And Taylor tells stories so brilliantly that I just am in awe at how she can sum these feelings and these emotions up in a three to four minute song. And you, you, the song ends and you're just like, oh, I totally understand what she's saying. Yeah. I feel like I was there in that moment with you. Like I was there with you, Taylor. I just experienced that story. Yeah. And to be that, that um, compelling of a storyteller is something that I always have strived to be. Yeah. And oh my gosh, I I heard her say one time that if she ever retired and stopped making music, I say I heard her say like I was like there. Yeah. Hey, we were hanging out. Um, No, I heard her say in an interview that if she ever stopped making music that she would write books. I mean, that would just be brilliant. I mean, that's so exciting. Please do that, Taylor. Please, if you're out there listening. <laughs> yeah, oh, she's listening for sure. <laughs> she's for sure listening to us. I actually recently saw, I have no idea where, so I'm sorry that I can't give any credit. 
somewhere on the internet, I saw that she went on some type of vacation at one point when she was younger. Somebody, you can write in and let us know. Yeah, please. Swifterhood podcast at gmail.com or on on Instagram or wherever. But um, they said that she wrote a short novel while she was on this vacation. I had never heard that. Yeah, so... This is news to me. That's an unreleased thing that happened. Wow. Yeah, I want to get my hands on that book. Me too. <laughs> but um, I, don't, I don't want her to stop making music for now, but that's an exciting thought. So, yeah, I guess it's just about her, her narrative ability and the music as well, obviously. But it's the lyrics for us. For sure. So do you want to do a little bit of Taylor trivia? Yeah, what are you thinking? Um, you have some facts from uh, facts about Fearless. I do. So Fearless was the best-selling album of 2009. Not a shocker. No, it's not. And she was... Not only was it the best-selling album of 2009, but she was the youngest artist to ever do that. And she was the only female country artist to ever do that because that was back when she was still considered country. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, that's not, none of that's really shocking. She's just been breaking records from the beginning. Yes. Obviously, we love her. But when we talk about songs and we talk about things throughout history and time, we, we're going to try to keep a, you know, fairly critical lens. Not critical yeah. like mean, but. No, we, yeah, we won't fangirl over everything mm -hmm. so we don't <laughs> want you to think that either so yeah i guess that about wraps it up for our plugs we would like to ask for you to rate and review our podcast on apple itunes and if you like it send it to a friend please so you can follow us on instagram swifterhood podcast on instagram and you can send us emails at the swifterhood at gmail.com yeah, that was a suspenseful wait for the gmail.com. You didn't know if that had podcasts at the end of it or not, did you? <laughs> no, that was intentional. It was keeping you on the edge of your seat. I was there. <laughs> Feel free to send us theories, questions, comments, anything like that. We would love to hear from you. And if you have something interesting about a song that's coming up, um, send it to us and we might read it on a podcast episode. Yeah, you could be featured on a podcast episode as if you didn't know this was a podcast already <laughs> on a tv show episode what um but yeah so follow us on social media we're on tiktok and instagram for now and we would love to hear from you yes and we can't wait to begin this journey with you thanks for tuning in and i hope you got to get to know us a little bit better but you'll really get to dive in uh, with who we are as we unpack these songs in future episodes to come. One final thing, Morgan, just wanted to say, just to sum it all back, this is our love story. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Told you she would keep doing it. <laughs> all right. Thank you all. Bye. Bye. Bye.